Hi everyone, I'm Reggie Whitley. Thanks so much for joining me on the Open Vault Podcast. Hopefully, you'll hear something that'll inspire you, empower you, enlighten you, or just make your day a little better. Since you're here, don't forget to like, subscribe, and or follow, depending on the platform that you're tuning in on. And feel free to share this podcast onto your social media pages and with your friends and loved ones. First of all, hi, Reggie Whitley here with Open Vault with Reggie Whitley. Here we are, y'all, the season finale of season one of the podcast. Seems like it got here so fast. Um, I had a really, really good time. And I'm excited that I don't even have to say goodbye because guess what? We are having season two. Season two is coming very, very soon. Um, if you remember, I decided to do 10 weeks on and two weeks, 10 weeks off. And so here we are, week 10. Um, I'm excited not that we're at the end, but because I feel like this isn't the end, but I'm just excited for season two. I have so many plans for season two. Um, I, I, you know, I, this was the learning process season one. And so I'm, I'm definitely ready for season two. Really excited about it. I had a lot of fun season one. I love every single episode, every guest that we had. Um, I'm excited about the special announcement that's coming up in just a few minutes. So just stick around. Um, so let's just do like a brief recap or, uh, I guess you can, well, we'll call it a recap of our season one. We had such a good time. I started this off. I talked your ears off for episodes one and two. Somebody, I asked someone if they watched episode one right after it came out. And he was like, no, I started watching it, but I didn't know it was going to be that long. <laughs> Excuse me? You didn't know it was going to be that long. It was like 20 minutes. You sit at the house and watch the game for three hours. Please, please don't get registered, okay? But... Nothing but good reviews, one and two, and then we had Zoe Davis. Zoe Davis came episode three, and we talked about friendships, relationships, moving on, things like that. It was really good. You know, she's you know she knows what she's doing. She's an author and all that stuff, so got the right one for that. And then we had that woman named Chantel Bettis Brown. We just had a good conversation. I'm still grieving, y'all. Here we are um, over a month later. I'm still trying to get over, you know, what we talked about in that episode. But guess what? Lady May lives on. Um, Episode four and five, no, five and six, a little controversial, but I got nothing but good um, feedback from that. And I'm really excited about that because I was a little nervous, but I didn't really care. With Carolyn Leslie, Carolyn Leslie came on. We had a raw discussion about restoring integrity into the church, and I think that we made a lot of ground with that one. I'm, I'm excited to have Carolyn back in the future. And then we had a, a panel, episode seven with Valerie Dean, Justin Simmons, and Crystal Bradley. We had a really good time. Uh, they rejoined me for episode nine, but in between seven and nine, you have episode eight. Episode eight was one that was really special to me for the first time ever, Jessica Bowden crossed my friend, um, publicly discussed her experiences in a domestic in, in multiple domestic violence relationships and we of course brought that out last week right or two weeks ago right before uh, domestic violence month awareness month which is in October and I'm really excited about 
about that. That was that was incredible. And here we are, episode 10. So of all these episodes, I've taken away many, many, I call them wisdom pieces. Um, I only wrote down two, but I have so many more that I'm going to share later. But I only want to share two with you. I loved when Zoe Davis said um, in, in season one, episode three. That's anxiety over your mind because um, you're worried about something that you can't control. And you're overthinking situations that have happened. So I would say from a logical standpoint, assess what has happened and start accepting and healing from that. You have to assess the things that have happened in the past and, and start healing from it. That's the only way that you can move on. And that really spoke volumes. I, it took me a little minute to really get it. She was talking and she was moving on to something else. And I'm still sitting there saying, assess what has happened. And, and, and it just still rings so many bells with me. Um, and I loved in episode five, we were talking about church hurt or spiritual abuse. And Carolyn said, well, y'all go through everything on your jobs, but you come to church, you can't take nothing. Okay, you mean to tell me that church is just like my job? And it is not. God is not equivalent to our everyday life. We are talking about the true and living God, you know. And if you're saying that this is the house of God. And so many people, like we spoke about, always say, well, when you, do, when you get hurt here, you still go there. Why don't you want to go to church? Church shouldn't be equivalent to everything and everywhere else. And those two things were such wisdom pieces for me. I hope that you have gotten your own wisdom pieces from episodes one through nine. Maybe you'll get some this episode. Who knows? I jumped on. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I didn't know I was going to say what I just said. But guess what? Here we are. Here we are. What are you going to say next, Reggie? <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue. I'm all out of things to say. So all I know to say is we do have an announcement to make. I guess we'll go to that, right? Have an announcement to make. You can't see me, but I am not alone. You know, I say that all the time when I'm not alone. Why do I say it? Because I'm not alone. <laughs> and I want you to know. So I'm not alone. You can't see us. But I want to announce before I tell you who I'm here with. I want to announce that, you know, my goal, I told you season one, episode one. Why do I have to say season one every time? We only got one season. But season one, episode one, I told you that one of my goals in life is just to change the world. I really believe that that is something that I'm called to. I believe that I'm going to do it. And I believe that I'm doing it day by day. But, of course, how can we do it alone? How can I do it alone? I can't. One of my philosophies, and I've said it before on here, is um, since I have to do this thing called life anyway, why not do it with other people, have fun while doing it, and master it. We can master it together. And so I have someone else who I believe has those similar ideas or philosophies, and I believe that this person would do great at uh, joining me in just spreading the word. I have a lot to say, and I don't have time to say it all because after a while, y'all won't get tired of hearing me, so I have to bring somebody else on. And so in that, I'm creating what I'm calling the Reggie Whitley Podcast Network. In the Reggie Whitley Podcast Network, others will be able to join me in their own with their own podcast. We'll create a network of like-minded people who will just sit down and do what I'm doing. They'll just talk. Of course, they will have different views, different perspectives, different topics, different goals, 
um, different backgrounds, different expectations that you should have from these podcasts. But all in all, we all have the same goal of changing the world. And I mean, you can change the world by just changing a person's mindset. Um, it starts in the mind, right? So if we just have a lot of people to come on and talk, hey, we're starting to change the world right there. All of us can reach different people. And so the first podcast that we are creating, well, the first one was actually Open Vault, but the second podcast, I guess you can say, that we are creating, that will be premiering next week, will be The Awakening with Chantel Bettis Brown. Yes, 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 yes. Hi, my name is Chantel Bettis Brown, like he said before, and I will be the host of The Awakening. Um, the Awakening came to me um, with dealing with my own procrastination spirit. Sometimes you can be slowful in things when God gives you the direction to do it. And so I'm so grateful for Reggie to really be that push for me. You know, sometimes you got to have somebody to shake you to wake up. You got to have that, you know, wake up <laughs> kind of mentality. So I'm very happy with what's going on. I'm very, um, I'm ready to get this even started because it's going to be an awakening. Um, I actually went through a process where I kept waking up at 5 o'clock in the 5.55, 5.55. And I was like, okay, Lord, should I be doing this or what should I be doing? And it's like I literally woke up every day for like three days at 5.55. So five means grace and he's going to continue to give me and push me through this. So I'm so ready for what's going on, what's happening, the conversations that I'm going to be having. It's really going to be personal um, situations as well. Not only for, but for me, but things that I have went through, but certain things that I see that can help the community, help the people really just grow and see things from a different perspective and just bring shed light to some things. Because some things we sleep on and we need to be awakened from what we used to. And you have to break old habits in order to get to a new, you know, a new ground. Like they said, don't pour old wine into a new bottle. So it's just time for us to wake up and I'm so happy that I'm finally waking up from where I've been sleeping and just having enough courage and enough people around me to push me to do this podcast. And I just cannot wait once again. And I'm just hoping that you're awakened too with what's coming up next. So Chantel's podcast, The Awakening, like I said, it starts right after mine. So if you have made it a habit, you know, our podcast, this podcast, it is it goes out every Monday at eight o'clock in the morning. But of course, you can still watch, you know, everything. I have people that, that say to me, you know, I'm not up at eight o'clock. Well, sweet beloved, you can still watch it like you can literally still listen whenever. And so but it goes out every Monday at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, and my thing is 10 weeks on, 10 weeks off. So what Chantel has decided to do is while we are on break, hiatus, whatever you want to call it, she's going to come in and start 10 weeks on, 10 weeks off. So the awakening actually starts next Monday, October the 5th, 2020. Oh, wow. Didn't even think about that. The 5th. I didn't, didn't even know what it was. <laughs> didn't even think about it. Didn't even pay no attention. Right. And it ends on December the 7th. And then we come back for season two and who knows what's going to happen. Um, in the midst of all of that. So 
you kind of talked about it already. Seven, completion. I mean, my mind is, you know, I'm a numbers person. She so saved, y'all. <laughs> I don't pick um, up on stuff like that. I'm trying she to get there, but you know. <laughs> oh. So, what is it that you want people to wake up to? I mean, be awakening. You know, you can wake up to chaos and all that stuff. Yes, you can. You can wake up to chaos, but sometimes you got to wake up, wake up to being real with yourself. Ooh, um, yes, being okay. real with yourself is one of the most important things that I had to wake up from. You know, different things that I have did or done or seen. You know, sometimes we brush it off and not want to come to the realization that it is what it is. And so I'm waking up to it is what it is. It um, is what it is. And so um, with that being said, if you wake up, what you're going to do is you're just going to sit there. When you wake up in the morning, you're just going to sit there at the end of the bed. What you're going to do? You're going to get up. You're going to brush your teeth. What you're going to do? So now it's time for me to wake up. It's like I'm waking up and I'm moving. So, and I'm moving with his grace and his mercy. So, with that being said, uh, we're going to wake up to some things, a, a lot of things. Parenting, um, parent from parenting to conversation as far as how to become a better person, teachers, um, child support. It's just going to be a lot of topics that we're going to discuss in this day and age that's going on. And I think that's interesting because my first episode was titled uh, join the journey and so my thing is we're joining the journey we're going on a journey together of course i can go on the journey by myself but what fun is that i wanted to bring others on the journey with me um and so many of you have joined the journey that's why you're listening now because you've you've joined the journey um listen to you talk now it just resonates that like I just said, you have the same mindset because what you're saying is, I said join the journey. You're saying wake up together. So this isn't something like you're already prepared. You already, you woke. You know how people say stay woke. You're really inviting all of us alone to wake up with you in a lot of different areas to yes. a lot of different things. Yes. And so with that being said, it's like, you know, one of the things that my, my goal has been is when you wake up, you waking up where? Where are you waking up at? Where's your foundation at? It's basically in your own house. A lot of conversation that we're gonna be discussing, that I'm gonna have different people on, it's gonna be things that you wake up to in your own household. How are you building your house? What are you doing? The different things that goes on within families and within, you know, just being people, human beings. So we're gonna wake up. We're going to wake up. We ain't got no choice but to wake up. Because if we stay asleep, then, you know, it's going to be a lot of stuff going on when you sleep. That's true. So one of the things, because I remember doing, and one of my friends, when I posted on Instagram, that little clip from one of my episodes, I let y'all know that y'all are stuck with me, you know. Um, I ain't going nowhere. You know, open vault with Reggie Whitley. Where am I going? You, know, I, you don't like me. And so with the awakening, it's like literally the awakening with Chantel Bettis Brown. Like, we're going to be stuck with her. Pretty I much. hope she does a good job because 10 episodes, we're going to be stuck with her. So oh, if yes. we stuck with you, we might as well get to know you. So just go ahead and tell us about yourself so we don't be shocked, so we don't be caught off guard. You know, I know you, but mm. <laughs> the people. Uh, one of the things that I can say, I'm going to tell y'all, uh, I said at the beginning, I have a bad, one bad habit is the spirit of procrastination. 
So with that being said, I have I used to use a lot of excuses to why I don't do anything. Or uh, it used to be a lot of things that distract me to why I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And so I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm an author, I work, um, and I got a lot of hats. I wear a lot of hats. And so sometimes when you wear a lot of hats, you don't know where you want to hang the headset. Do you want to hang behind the door? Do you want to hang in the bedroom? Where do you want to hang your hats? And for a while, I never knew where did I want to hang my hat. So now, I'm there and I'm ready. Um, I have a lot of passion for children. Um, raising a child up in the way they should be and the way they should go. I have a lot of compassion to parenting in these days and age, the different aspects, the different look, the different ways of how we can change and wake up to be better parents. And, you know, um, it's just basically just waking up to a journey and something, some old habits, just because you raised in a way that I mean, you have to do it in that way. And that's basically my train of thought right now in the awakening. Just because I went to sleep like that, that don't mean I have to wake up like that. That's a word. That's a word. That's that's a that's a wisdom. That's I feel like that's a um, a wisdom piece. Just because I went to sleep like that doesn't mean I have to wake up like that. Yes. So with that being said, I'm just excited. I I have a lot. I'm a very talkative person. I'm a very one of the main things that I had to learn is sometimes it's better to shut up and let somebody else point it out from a different aspect because you don't see all your ways until you see somebody else go through it or until you look at have different people to open the light on. So we just waking up to situations. So how do you plan on having us to wake up to these situations? Um, especially those who, you know, we got people that stuck in their ways, people who, you know, we, I'm pretty sure you're going to have people of all ages and, you know, the older generation. Yeah. But, you know, one thing I do believe is the older generation, it's hard, but the older generation really produced the savage, intelligent people in this day and age. Explain. Um, in a sense, you have a lot of people that go after their goals now. They're breaking old generational curses. They're breaking stuff. They're breaking... You know, back in the old days, people used to have 10, 12 kids. Nowadays, you don't have that so much. You know what to manage. You know how to manage. You know, okay, I can't do this if I have these many kids or if I do that, 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 or whatever. So it's, it's basically like the old generation taught us a lot. They taught us how to survive. And now we, we survive. You're making your own goals. The Bible said, leave an inheritance for your children, children. How can you leave an inheritance when you're not doing nothing? So you got to wake up. You have to wake up. Because if you don't do nothing, how are you going to leave something? So who is this podcast for? The podcast is for everybody. It's not just for women. It's for men. It's for single parents. It's for married couples. Um... It's for any and everybody, and it's for the elders, because nowadays in ages, you don't have elders being elders no more. So, getting still, some older people got to wake up too. They didn't got so comfortable with the new norm as far as 
when I say this, I don't mean no harm, but you have a lot of grandparents now at 40 and 50. Back in the days, grandma used to be 50 and 60. So at what point at 40 and 50 are you going to look and try to change the situations from what, what's going on nowadays in this world? And that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, because when you think about it, isn't a lot of the things that we're facing, aren't they, because we're not awake to certain things? Look at how many facts there are. Look at how many um, things that, that go on that we don't know about. Things that go on that we maybe don't have a certain perspective in, a certain outlook. You know, a lot of people don't have a voice. So you, you see life through your own lenses. You don't have the opportunity to see life through other people's lenses. And so you think that you're right because you're the only opinion or the only whatever you want to call it that you have right. and so i feel like this is going to be something that is going to be good to really help people's eyes come open um, to more than your opinion is there more than your weight is there more than your thoughts are there there are other people's other people out there with opinions thoughts ways other things and some of them make a lot of sense even if they don't make sense to you i think that it's just good to know them and so it'll make the world move a lot more smoothly. Right. And it's, it's, it'll help people to really change what they accustomed to and used to. It'll break that used to spirit, that comfortable spirit. So I think it's going to be a good season. I know it's going to be a good season because whatever he gives you the grace to do, he gives you the mercy behind it. So I am really excited for what's going on and how it's going to break up and it's going to shake up some people. It might make some people mad. But one of the main things that I believe in, there's a difference when it's constructive criticism. You got to take the punches. You got to be willing to accept you for who you are in order to make the change that you need. So we're going to wake up to that. So let's go a little deeper into who is Chantel. So we know that you are a wife and a mother. Talk more about that. Because you're not just a wife and a mother. You're a wife, your mother, your stepmother. Yes. I, um, my husband, I, um, my husband name is Joel. Hey, Joel. <laughs> and uh, with us, when we got married, I had one child, which is Sarai. And now when we got married, he had nine kids. And so... A few of them are grown, the rest of them are younger. Uh, it's a lot of different personalities, different um, attitudes. Because that's a lot to walk in on. Yeah, it is. Because you you're gotta, not just walking in on nine people. You're, you're walking, walking in, in on, on baby nine. mamas. Oh, see, I wouldn't even <laughs> yeah. say that. But that you're is walking true in too. on baby mamas, you're walking in on a whole lot. But one of the things that I clearly believe in. At first, I ran for my husband. I did not want to marry him because I didn't want to deal with him because he had so many kids. But in a sense, I had to think about the stereotype. You know, I have uh, certain families. I watched my mom. She had five kids. And I watched certain family members and certain friends. They got a certain amount of kids. And it devalued. It, it makes you think that nobody wants you. But anybody can be loved. And I feel like God gave me the, he helped me with being able to be a mother and a stepmother in that situation, in this marriage. Um, 
I also we have a child named Joshua, the great Joshua. He is. He's a prophet. Yeah, he, he's something else. And um, we had him together. Uh, and I also have a in-house a daughter now that's staying with us. Her mother passed in May. Uh, much respect for her mother. Uh, it was a hard situation to deal with. Uh, battling the sickness that she had, but Tamara has been a blessing within the household as well. And so now in-house, there's three. Our house, there's a lot more. <laughs> but yet and still, we tend to all make it manageable. We work together, you know, us and the kids. You know, every role, every chapter in a marriage, when you're dealing with different baby mamas and you're dealing with kids, it's different. It's just all on how you take it. I feel like one of the great things of being married with those many kids is what are you learning? What are you giving? It's like you have an opportunity to send out eight more kids in the world that are strong-minded or nine more kids in the world that are strong-minded because see the ones that's grown, they grown. So, you know, they listen. Uh, sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't. They go their own direction. So I can't really be, I can set the tone but I feel like for the young ones, I have the opportunity to set the tone and the example to how they need to be and what kind of woman that they can grow up to be. I wrote books. I have vision board parties for young kids, teenagers. And I also take them on the events so they can see what it's like, what they can do. Because one of the main things that I feel like parenting is nowadays is a lot of kids don't believe in themselves, and a lot of parents have to take an effect or take a, you know, realize, awaken to the fact that their kids feel like that there isn't, there's a, st a level to where you can go, but not saying that you can actually reach the sky. We tell them we can reach the sky, but are we reaching the sky? Are we trying to get to the sky or are we just settling? And that's the spirit of procrastination that I'm breaking right now to let them see. You can do whatever you want to do. You can wear many hats. You can be a mother. You can be an author. You can work. You can do whatever you want to do. You put your mind to it. So I have to instill that into them. So in order for me to instill that into them, I got to do what I got to do. got to do what you got to do. got to make it happen. So you're also a woman of faith. I am, and it wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> it hadn't been easy. Because you um, got a tattoo on you right now that say what? Gutter, gutter, yo gutter. Go get her. Go get her. And it's crazy because as I think about um, my tattoo, go get her. I well, had. Put the ER on there. The ER ain't on that tattoo. When I, it ain't. But when I was in the world, I, I, I live by faith. I believe that everything is going to work out for the good. But it's like when I carry oh they say every level brings a different depth so i went through that that phase i went through that phase of doubting myself that i wasn't good enough i still had demons that i was facing still had things that going on in me that i didn't die out from and it i, I i'm suffering consequences of a lot of them right now but getting still i have to keep the faith because i have kids that's counting on me to make it and that for them to make it, I want to see my grandkids. I want to see my grandkids. I want to be that type of mother that I get to see 
everything that my kids do and the fruits of my labor. So the faith walk, I do believe in everything happens for a reason. You know, one of my make one of my issues that I had to deal with too was uh letting God be God. So in order to let God be God, you got to have that faith with God. And I didn't have it. Just a year ago I didn't have it. But I believe that even though I didn't think it for myself, I had people that started pushing me to say, okay, Sean, you can, this book is good. Your ideas are good. Just go with it. Just go with it. My brothers, my family, members, my friends, I had pushed. But sometimes when you don't believe in yourself, you can only fall back on that good man above. And he'll wake you up. <laughs> he will wake you up. So, in saying that, who is God to you? He is my father. And when I say, I, a lot of people think about, um, what do you want to do for your father? Uh, you want to make your father proud? You want to obey your father? You don't want to make your father mad. You want to be, you want him, everything that a father, an earthly father put in you. You want to be that and more for your heavenly father. So with that being said, it's like I'm just, I want, look, one of, I made this comment. It's so funny. I was talking to one of my managers, at, uh, my manager at work, and she said, I want to get to the Golden Gate. I said, girl, the way it is right now with me, I just hope you don't say goodbye yeah. and just shut the door. <laughs> but you got to come. When you can say that for yourself, you got a long way to go, and I got a long way to go. So when it comes to him, I just want to make him proud. I don't want them. I don't want to die, and I can't be in heaven. I, I just can't. I I don't want to even think about it, and I think about it all the time. But like I say, if you have an earthly father, you want to make him proud. You want to make your heavenly father proud as well, because he's giving me everything. When all when everybody else fails, or when I'm alone, or whatever. Like I say, even with this awakening, he gave me the encouragement. He gave me the fives. He wakes me up. I don't, I don't wake up on my own. He gives it. So for everything to happen the way it's happening, I know it's nobody but my father. And so I'm just sitting here thinking about, um, and then nothing that you just said made me think of this. But for some reason, I just thought about, so we here we are. Uh, both have a podcast where you will have one next week but i forgot about until just recently that we were going to do like what a social media show thing yes called speaking with the purpose yes uh isn't it funny how things don't work out but then they come full circle because mm -hmm. i actually wasn't supposed to have a podcast so let me tell y'all so i was supposed to have a podcast my original well according to me i was supposed to have a podcast you know how that goes according to me I was supposed to have what was called, um, oh, what was it called? I can't even remember. The magazine. Do you remember the magazine that I was going to do? Was it Empowered? Empowered Magazine U.S. Yeah. See how important that is to me? I don't remember the name of it. See that? And, you know, I wanted to bring on some people, and I was like, we're going to do this together, and y'all know. Y'all know how people are. And so I was like, well, that's not going to work. Um, 
And I just get threw it away for a while, and here we are with um, this this podcast. And we actually did a recording on the we show. Did. We did a first recording. We did. But because we're gonna leave that person alone and then finish him. <laughs> so I don't have an issue with unforgiveness at all. But um, that person, I hope you're listening. <laughs> that person who recorded. So we did a recording after the magazine. Um, didn't work out. We ended up before this. We ended up doing the recording on speaking with the purpose. Uh, isn't it such a nice name? We put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and got a logo together. I think did I do the logo? I think yeah. I did the logo. It's ratchet. I'm not even gonna put it out there for people to see. <laughs> it ain't nothing like the logo y'all see today because I did this one myself and. Got together, had a green screen behind us, although I didn't like the green screen idea, but I was outnumbered. And we were sitting at the table. We had a fancy microphone. I know. I and wish I had. Like, See, um, he could give me a microphone to pay back for what? For yeah, not Because I, I wouldn't even use the mic, but I'll just have it. Cause my mics are good, I think, but I'll just have it up there so y'all can see it. Cause like a real I felt TV professional. Me yeah. too. I thought I was a newscaster. And I mean, he had multiple cameras. One, two, three, and then he stopped us and gave us two. Ooh, I hope you're listening. <laughs> he, stopped, he, stopped, he stopped and gave us tips and don't do it this way. Yeah, and yeah. Make sure you look. I looked at. I, 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 I'm not a good listener, y'all. So this is a learning process for me, but. With this, I, I remember, do you remember, Chantel, we were talking about something, and she asked me a question. Um, well, she, she was talking about something for a really long time. Now, I don't even know how long it was, but it felt like forever. And she was just going on and on, and I really stopped listening, but I got the look down pack, y'all. So he does. when I don't listen, I can still like nod my head, look at you. He do that grandma. Look back at the camera. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. He do that That's grandma that. I can even respond. Mm-hmm. And I won't be listening. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, this sweet love was talking for a little too long. And my mind had really wandered off, way off somewhere else. And um, all of a sudden, I was looking at her. And I must have been looking at her for like two minutes straight. Because she was like, psst, psst, <laughs> look back at the camera. Why are you just staring at her? I don't know what was going on. And then I remember one time she asked me a question about how do I feel about something. And, and I had to just know. stop. I didn't know because I didn't know what she was saying. I had to stop the whole didn't recording. Know nothing. I was like, "Can you debrief me on what you were just talking about?" Um, they said, "What's called debrief?" I don't know. Can you tell me what you were talking about? Because I I wasn't listening at all um, to the point where I couldn't play it off. So look at us now. Yeah, and, and one of the, and that's a prime example of how I always live my life when I do stuff with people. Just because one ball drops, that don't mean you have to drop all the balls. Yes, it will. And I think that was one of my biggest procrastination. When I do stuff with people, if they don't do it right then and there, or they don't do it like, if we don't do it as soon as possible, I drop the ball. Even if they throw the ball back in my court, I still drop the ball. (laughs) And it's like the ball just sitting up there, and before you know it, I got a playpen that Joshua can jump in and jump around in a bunch of balls because I didn't do it to the side. So I think being able to take that situation, learn from it, grow from it, not saying that nothing was his fault, but sometimes you have to push yourself to another level. Okay, if this is not working in this time frame, okay, let's do something different. And we didn't do that. But I thank God that I have you. We didn't do that. Excuse me? We didn't do it as far as 
Now we're doing a podcast. Oh, so basically, said. once it slowed down on the show, we should have just said, okay, we can't do the show right now. Let's yes, do the podcast. So I feel like that's where a lot of you are. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, we, we're going to put the camera on y'all. <laughs> like we are panning the audience. Yes. I mean, is that where some of you are? You don't, you just drop the ball instead of just saying what's next. So maybe you need to take this time. Well, you know, I, I was thinking, I was like, okay, so for my last episode, maybe I'll give them some stuff to do. The people who listen for 10 weeks and then we'll come back and reconvene because they have a break. Well, you're not going to have a break. So you have like a week um, to just, just take some time and say, well, what, what is it that I'm supposed to do next? Don't just yeah. drop the ball and yeah. do nothing. And figure out what's virtual next. school and virtual learning and coronavirus and all that. But I am proud to say I haven't seen so many businesses opening like this in a long time. People are really using their gifts and, and doing what they need to do. It's a lot of people have became, has woken up in this season with the coronavirus. So I think, you know, like I say, they, they picking up their balls. But some people, you still just laying there, sleeping. Sleeping in your balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's it. You ain't gonna so, <laughs> <laughs> so, let's just say a few things about Chantel. So, was Chantel an introvert or an extrovert? Um, or are you one with the other tendencies? I don't know. I can't really say that. I'm not, I'm very direct in a way. I don't have a filtered tongue. Uh, I'm very direct in a way. I, I, I don't know. It's like some people feel like I'm being judgmental, but I'm not. I just look at it. It is what it is. You're going to hear that a lot. It is what it is. So I, I really don't know. Hmm. Okay, so... These are some things that, that I was asked, so I'm asking you. Okay, so what are some things like, what is your, what do you, I don't even think I know this. Do you like listen to music and stuff? I do. I do listen to a lot of gospel music. I, she uh, said, I told y'all she was saying. But it's, you know, I, I sometimes I go back. Sometimes I have my times. Well, you know, being married, you have to be open to a lot of stuff and, uh, when I say it's forced, especially during COVID, so I, I got a confession. Uh, I love do or die. What is that? You too young to know, right? You, you, you too young to know. So See, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I'm 41. So do or die out the old school raps. I, uh, every now and then, I, depending, me and my husband just together and we just, but we, I, that's like when I want to hear a rap song. I listen to Do or Die. So you don't listen uh, to the baby? Who? Pop Smoke. Don't know none of it. Juice World. I heard it, but the only reason why I know about the baby is because I love Wild and Out. Uh, Nick Cannon, Wild and Out. And when he was on there, he was actually uh, dealing with another girl, a girl on there. That, and that's the only reason why I ended up finding out his song. But my kids, I mean, my daughter, they, my, Step my, I ain't gonna say step kids, but my children, they listen to a lot. So I don't know. I don't listen. This, this new age music, it just has me like, okay, what? What? I mean, really? Like, your heart. you're not that. 
you that age already? I, I have been. Mm. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just love that old school jam. I don't like blues. Oh, see that right there. I don't no, like blues. blues. I'll be sitting up crying. I mean, blues. That's just, see me driving in the rain crying, listening to the took my last two dollars. I mean, like my blues last has never dollars? been my thing. See, but blues really speak truth in a sense. It talks about uh, mm -mm. like the side piece. I said, did this man really just say? I'm, you know, I like that song, though, Stuck Caught Up in the Middle of a Three-Way three Love Affair. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They I have, like that one now. And they have different songs that are, you know, open up the gates. But, uh, now, I ain't stuck, blue, though. I'm not entangled. I'm but R&B. I love this R&B. And the, my favorite R&B singer, hands down, they just had this uh, this spinoff a couple last week, Brandy versus Monk. Oh, see, I watched it, but I didn't get nothing out of that. I did not watch it. I only know one Monica song. I didn't even have uh, to watch it. Oh, I was supposed to start singing um, Aaliyah. What is that song Brandon sings? Just one of them days. Just one of them days. That's the only I And looked in my Apple Music, y'all, and I was like, let me type in Monica. Did I say Brandon Monica? Let me type in Monica. Monica, when you listen to this, that's all I got. Let me see what I got for Brandon right quick while we sit here. Just understand him, I ain't got nothing for Brandon. I, I didn't but know Monica hands down. I love Monica Jagged Edge, stuff like that. So Ooh. we have the date night. We kind of changed the pace. But my favorite gospel artist is when I'm trying to get live and wake up and, and, and jump around the house, Ty Trippin. All day long. Ty mm. Trippin just gets me. But that girl, Tasha Cobb. Now, Tasha, <laughs> she there. Ooh, she will worship me She'll take it. You know, she got a new album coming out. Yes. You seen a picture of the cover? She's fancy. She is. And even my baby. My baby, the is it what was the last album? I forgot the name of it. But my baby knows the album cover. Joshua knew you know my name. He will walk around the house. You know my name. You know, that's something that's kinda of funny to me because you know I I'd be thinking about, you know. What? I'll tell you after we get to the car. The people want to know. Funeral chicken or baby shower meatballs? Which one tastes better? Oh. See, do y'all remember when I said I went to somebody's baby shower and they didn't have no, no meatballs there? It was this woman right here. I didn't see not one meatball at her baby shower. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Did he come back? And I'm still trying to figure out, did she really have the baby? Because oh, how you gonna have a baby? Who threw that on? That must be somebody from up north or somewhere. Because you, you didn't. Because I'm not a meatball fan. Huh? I'm not. At the baby shower though. But I'm really not a meatball. But at the baby fan. shower though. I know. But I'm the person that breaks the baby shower feet. See, that's what you're accustomed to. Don't point your finger over that's here. That's what you used to. I need you to wake. You know, just wake up. Some different. You have that's another tradition. baby. You better have some baby shower. Ain't no baby <laughs> coming up out of here. With the foundation that we got right now, hey, with you, we don't need no more. Are you reading anything? I have been reading Pigs in a Park. Oh, God. I have been reading Pigs in a Park. Tell the people what it is, because they think uh, about a breakfast. Pigs in a Parlor is about, uh, basically about, to me, how to break strongholds, uh, curses, just even the spirits, uh, it's a very strong book. And one thing about me, one thing that I can tell you 
uh, mainly about me when people tell me to read a book or watch a video, I will literally run from it. I will run from it. I won't read it. I won't watch it. But one of the the most, my cousin Zoe told me Zoe Davis is her cousin. Yeah, she's my cousin, cousin, like a sister cousin. Uh, told me to watch. She said something she didn't have no business. She ain't cussing nothing, but she called a preacher's name that ain't right. And so we're going to have to cut that out. Nobody local. Um, <laughs> but y'all know I, some of these folks out here, I just don't too much care for. But she was saying that they would did good back in the day, which they did. Yeah, she but did. she has since fallen off. Yeah. Now, if you would have said it and I said her name. So maybe you can you can talk a little bit, just don't say her name. Well, the book, the show, uh, he done made me forget that. See, the Lord don't want the people to know because they're going to have to look her up and then they're going to see. Because but it the helped me. Friends. The book, that the, the show, I mean, the the it helped me. The book, the video, it helped me grow. And it broke strongholds. It broke everything. It really made me understand the effects of spirits. And so when, like I said, when people tell me to read stuff and do stuff and I don't know what it is I run from certain things but with this book and this video here it burst something out of me that now, helped you know, me for the rest of my life the but pigs in the park yeah. I ran from it. I started reading I put it up I started reading I put it up but when you have kids <laughs> with all different types of spirits and you have different people you encounter with all different types of everything going on. And when you're trying to break generational curses, you got to study. You even when you study the Bible, you got to you got to really study to get some kind of help as to what is what. So Pigs in the Parlor by Frank Hammond, it is an eye opener. And I do recommend it. It is really good. It is an eye opener. It's a it's basically a book to help you with deliverance. If you want deliverance, read Peace in the Parlor. But be ready for what you see. Be ready when you really pray and ask God for the understanding and to help you. Don't be scared of it. Cause I see some stuff now and I'm like, how did I miss this? But it happens. So what so far in life, uh, what wisdom piece, as I call it, or wisdom tip has helped you the most? It's okay to fall. That's a good one. It's okay to fall. It's okay to... It's okay. It's okay to fall. Now, one of the things that a lot of people, you, you Christian, you can't fall. You, you believe in God. You can't fall. You can't. One of the biggest things with me is being felt like when I fell, I was automatically counted out. Like I couldn't come back. You can always come back. You can always, just like you, you like you're saying, the awakening. Just like you go to bed and he wakes you back up, you can always wake up being somebody different than what you fell asleep. And so when I fell off, I went through a 
of mental depression. And I was like, ain't nobody, I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm not gonna go nowhere. I'm not gonna do this and I'm not gonna do that and whatever. But who in the Bible was perfect? And I really had to look at it. Who in the Bible was perfect? Nobody. A lot of people that my favorite chapter, encouragement chapter, encouragement book, encouraging person in the Bible is David. <clears throat> David was a very strategic, strong, fighting person. But when it came to forgiving himself, he to me, Psalm 51 speaks a volume for my life. And that's something that I always go back to on a daily basis. Uh, in the morning, I read Psalms 51. I, I know it by heart. Because one of the big things in that chapter was when I fell off, Lord, create me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. I need your spirit. I need you to help me because I'm not who you called to be. I'm not who you, I'm that, that, uh, what's, that lost sheep, Jesus. God, I'm that lost sheep. I need to come back. So, I'm that prodigal daughter. So, with that being said, coming back from the being a prodigal daughter, you know, you just gotta, it's okay. I had to learn. It's okay to fall. It's okay to be counted out. That's a good feeling. I actually posted it on Facebook the other day. Once I got to working with some of the things on for this podcast, is it okay for me to feel even though counted out, like, is it okay for it to feel normal that people going to be looking or talking or not accepting or I ain't listening to her because of certain things that happened and certain things that I did? Is it okay? Is that going to matter? But it don't matter. I don't care because it's a whole nother audience out there. That's really good. And the last one is... And this one was hard for me, and I thought about it, and it was still hard, and I'm just throwing it on you. Um, if you could choose anyone, dead or alive, now, you know we're not raising about it from the dead unless it's somebody <laughs> in the Jesus' Because y'all know I don't play with that talking to the dead stuff. Uh, Necromancy is a sin. Um, if you know, if you could choose anyone, dead or alive, who would be your three dinner guests? Now, I know this is really hard, so I'm going to make it easy and say, like, I'm number four. Okay, so you don't have to know if you put me in the top three. So that should make the little easier. So you said who is my three dinner guests? Three dinner guests, dead or alive. I got to choose three people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was hard for me to choose three. I had two at first, and then the third one popped up. I know the first one would be my husband. Now that's sweet. I'm glad I'm not married because to me that would be like, do I really want him? You know? That's I mean, because you're going home to your husband. Yeah. But, but you still want him to be there. That's nice. I would want it to be my God husband. is going to have to do a work in me before I get married because I would never. Help. Um, I wish my grandmother, she's dead. I wish she could see me. And I probably would have my mother. So no, no celebrity, no... Mentor, no. You know. Like, okay, so we're gonna do it this way because I didn't expect that. That threw me up. Like everybody. Because it's who a I've meaning seen. behind everybody. Yeah. My grandmother. Uh, she didn't live. Oh, well, I feel she bad. Like I feel like I'm a bad person. No. Because I didn't choose nobody that I knew. I was like Oprah, Tiffany, Montgomery, Tyler Perry. No. 
I, I, when it comes to starting, because they don't know me. Yeah, I mean, but you get the advice and stuff. They, I, mean, I, I mean, ain't trying to get you to change your but, answer, but. But I'm just saying, in a me? sense, if it's the last dinner or something like that, they don't know me. Well, that's so nice. I feel like those three will get to see my mama get to see a generation curse bro broken. My grandma will get to see that, and she actually get to see me make it. And my husband would be because a lot of this wouldn't have happened if it weren't for him. When we start season two, I think I'm going to ask myself that question again. <laughs> and I'm going to have more. Now, and you talking about celebrities? Yeah, so that's, yeah, so that's your first dinner. That's that's the dinner. Even though you don't is. care for my good, I love my good. I like how direct she go. is. One <laughs> thing about her. Because you know, I don't like witches. Uh, she ain't. Uh, okay. I didn't say she was. I just made a statement. I don't even know who you're going to say. Who are you talking about? I am. Iyanla? Iyanla. Iyanla? I call her Iyanla. Iyanla. Yeah. Oh. Wow. I love her. Mm. I love the way she is direct. She don't sugarcoat nothing. She doesn't. She She's good at what there. she do. Now, you got to be very... Strong. Strong. Not only strong, you got to be able to have that spirit. Yeah. So I feel like in order for her to be as strong as she is, she had to go through it on her own self. True. She had to check herself yeah. in order to be what she is. Now Tyler Perry, I'll take Tyler. You know, he's a billionaire now. He was just a measly millionaire when that chose. Yeah, him. but the reason why I take Tyler is because I love the fact that this man, when people say he couldn't, he did it. And he actually, when I found out, when I heard him say how he brought her his story as to the property that his production is on now, like you can't get it, and he ended up getting it almost a whole block and more. That's one of them situations where you being counted out and say, nah, baby, uh -uh, I'm coming for you and the things around you. Because definitely the people who normal people look up to, they went to that and was like, in all. Yeah. Like, how did you The do man that? who was homeless. And yeah. like, who was he homeless in, I think, the 90s? Mm -hmm. 80s or 90s? Yep. Almost in my lifetime. And then the sec, the third person, and I don't think people look at him mm -hmm. like they should when I say that. I hope I don't have to edit this out. Uh, Is it a preacher? No. Okay. And then Is he scandalous? No. Oh, God. I'm nervous. Uh, I wish I could have four. Yeah, I'd give you four. Ricky Smiley. Oh, okay. Okay. I like him. I was, I was nervous. I, I love Ricky Smiley. I like Ricky Smiley. Because he's to the point. He Only because Ricky Smiley has this, he can understand the church side and he can understand the street side. That is true. So you got to be able to move in both directions this season. And now, you know, before I think I wouldn't want Ricky Smiley, I think I want Bernice Jenkins. Can you imagine Bernice Jenkins as a house guest? Yeah, we'll be playing the whole time because the other person, my Ricky, other person is Steve Harvey. And then Steve Harvey, no, he got his other person too. I forgot what it is. Sister um, Odell. Yeah. Can you imagine it too? 
But Steve Harvey, that's a good one. Steve, Steve Harvey. Because I think he's counting out a lot. Motivated. He, I think he is, too. He's very, he's counting out. And to me, for him, when you count it, because they took his show away. They, they took was, it. He was canceled. Yeah, they canceled his season. But they opened it mass back up. No, oh, is it? Uh -huh. So for me, that was like, okay, why would you do that? Why would you? This man is really saving. And then Steve Harvey, I like what he does with kids. Yeah. He actually take the time to pour into the children and I love that about his show. He had more kids on there sometimes, he do that enough. So I would say that'll be my round table. We'll be sitting up drinking some wine. Cause Jesus turned water into wine. You know, if he there. Yeah. I would say five kids, because you can save a lot of money if yeah. you have Jesus there. Yeah, because you tap water, water and just be like Jesus, do what you do. Yeah, just give it to us. That would be Jesus is my bartender. But With no pity. I just yeah, we gonna <laughs> we gonna disregard that one. Amen. So there you have it. That is Shantae Bettis Brown. You thought you was gonna have a break next week, didn't you? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Sure or not. Um, you better binge open vault this week if you miss an episode because next week it is on and popping. And you know, I have a lot of fun on that. I think Chantel is coming up a more serious because her topics are really like my episode, what was it, eight was a really serious topic. You had a few though. I don't I think the the one with Oh, because I did have a few because I had Carolyn on yeah. twice. That's a very uh powerful one. And we I don't feel like we threw. I feel like there's more that need to be said about that. Yeah, that's a very powerful one. But um I think mines are is certain things like I can say it's more dealing with household and self. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some stuff. And I think this is a perfect time to do it because you know COVID got us all locked up. Yeah. You locked up with a maniac. I know, and, and people really not looking at how. Or you are there. the maniac. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm ready. I'm ready to take it out. Season one of The Awakening with Chantel Bettis-Brown starts next Monday. Join us. Thank you.